I'm Pastor Daniel Morris, and you're listening to Sharing the Bread of Life, a podcast by St. Timothy's Lutheran Church in Skokie, Illinois. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular subscriber, I pray that Christ feeds you from the stories and testimony you'll hear today. We do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. May the Lord fill you with every good thing, and may you have enough left over to share. A reading from the Gospel of Mark. While they were eating, Jesus took a loaf of bread, and after blessing it, he broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take, this is my body. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them, and all of them drank from it. He said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly, I tell you, I will never drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. When they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said to them, You will all become deserters, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, Even though all become deserters, I will not. Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this day, this very night before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he said vehemently, Even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all of them said the same. They went to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter and James and John and began to be distressed and agitated. And he said to them, I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and keep awake. And going a little further, he threw himself on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. He came and found them sleeping and said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake one hour? Keep awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And once more he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy, and they did not know what to say to him. He came a third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. The Gospel of the Lord. Lent is officially over. Tonight we begin our observance of the great three days, celebrating Jesus' Passover from death to life. We gather together as darkness falls around us like a curtain drawn against the cold night. Many of us have finished our evening meals. Now we work to complete our unfinished tasks as we prepare for our coming rest. Jesus and his disciples were definitely ready for rest as darkness fell. 
They barely had a moment's rest since they entered Jerusalem in royal procession earlier that week. Each day had been a blur of crowds, public debates, and preparations for the Passover meal. God's reign was so close they could taste it. Still, the week left them physically and emotionally drained. Exhausted as they were, Jesus led them on a night hike up the Mount of Olives when they finished the final hymn. Up, up, up they went to the top of the mountain from which it was said the Messiah would establish God's reign. Jesus led them into a garden, a place called Gethsemane, and he told his disciples to wait while he prayed. He walked a few paces and began pouring out his heart to his heavenly Father in prayer. When he returned, he found his bleary-eyed disciples overwhelmed by sleep. He woke them up and went back to praying. Three times he went off to pray. Three times he told his disciples to keep awake. And each time his weary disciples hit snooze. Jesus urged his disciples to stay awake while he prayed, because he knew how dangerous the snooze button could be. Our instinct to snooze threatening truths puts us all at risk. We are becoming increasingly aware that the snooze button has contributed to our current global health crisis. Beginning in China, many world leaders and citizens have not taken the coronavirus threat seriously. In some countries, doctors who sounded the alarm were quickly snoozed by their governments. In other countries, alarms warning of the virus's potential human and economic costs were snoozed by public leaders. Public leaders who took notice and sounded the alarm were quickly snoozed by the people they serve. Calls to stay awake have been flooding the news for months. Yet we continually snoozed this threatening truth. Now the pandemic has reached global proportions. The virus is quickly pointing out the places we have been asleep to our neighbors' needs. Despite several decades of warnings, personal protective equipment is in short supply. Hospital staff, who are already stretched too thin, are being stretched to the breaking point. Lack of health insurance is causing some cases to go undiagnosed and untreated. Impoverished communities and communities of color are being hit hardest. It's becoming apparent that we've snoozed the heart of Torah, which places love before obedience and sacrifice. It's becoming apparent that we've snoozed God, who defends the widow, the stranger, and the orphan. It's becoming apparent that we've snoozed Christ, who commands us to love one another, even to the point of death on a cross. Like Jesus' disciples, God caught us snoozing and unprepared. While his disciples kept hitting the snooze button, Jesus was hard at work. He knew that the time of salvation was near. He knew that what salvation was going to cost him. It would have been easier for him to slip away into sleep like his dozing disciples. But he stayed awake praying. He prayed for another option, an alternative to the cross. He prayed for God's victory in the face of apparent defeat. He prayed for the strength and courage to faithfully endure the trials and tribulations of the next 24 hours. He prayed, even when his disciples couldn't bear to stay awake another minute. 
He prayed and he stayed awake. Jesus kept prayerful watch over his disciples sleeping just paces from where he knelt. He kept prayerful watch over the holy city across from the Mount of Olives. He kept prayerful watch on the night which remembered the angel of death passing over Israelite households in Egypt. He kept prayerful watch over a sleeping world. That night, the night in which he was betrayed, Jesus stayed awake for the world's sake. He stayed awake for your sake and for mine. God keeps us awake with Christ for the sake of a sleeping world. A number of years ago, a Chicago-area high school had an exchange program with a sister school in Vienna, Austria. Every year, students from Austria would come stay with families in the United States. One young Austrian man stayed in touch with his host family after he returned. He went on to study theology at the university, and he even considered a call to the Roman Catholic priesthood. In one long-distance conversation he had with his host family, he described how his restless nights became opportunities for prayer. He would wake up in the middle of the night and have trouble going back to sleep. So he took out his Bible and read. As he read, he prayed for whatever came to mind. Perhaps, he thought, God was waking him up because someone needed to be remembered in prayer. Perhaps, he thought, God was waking him up because no one else was up praying at that hour. Instead of snoozing his restlessness by lying angrily in bed or browsing on his phone, he got up and kept prayerful watch with Christ. So if you find yourself awake at night, worrying about your loved ones, fearful of the pandemic, and angry at a snoozing world, join Christ in prayer. Jesus is already up. He is keeping prayerful watch over the world. He is keeping prayerful watch over your loved ones. He is keeping prayerful watch over you. As the darkness deepens around us, Christ remains steadfast in prayer for the coming dawn of God's reign. The hour is drawing near when Christ will come into his kingdom. The glory of the Lord is about to be revealed from the cross. Stay awake, watch, and pray. Christ's work will be finished soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Sharing the Bread of Life. For more information on the mission and ministries of St. Timothy's Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.stTimothyskokie.org or like us on Facebook. Check back next week for a new episode. The blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and always. Mm -hmm.